1: God will everybody say praise the Lord Amen technology is a fascinating thing it can be a something that is uh, wonderful and it can be something that is frustrating just like light bulbs when they're all shining it's wonderful when they flicker, it's frustrating. Praise God. Uh, I just seen one flickering tonight, so that's why I said that. Hey Amen. God is good. Man, what amount of people that need prayer. Uh, those of you that requested prayer for various people, uh, our world has a lot of needs. And uh, when you begin to think about it, it comes right down to... Uh, and visits us right where we're at. And many of us connect with people that do have sicknesses, and issues, and problems in their life. Amen. But we know a God that's able, amen, to do exceeding abundant above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Praise God. You got to add that part. You have to add that part. We love to just say, you know, He's able to do exceeding abundant above all that we think or ask and leave it but he said according to the power that worketh in you and that's why it's important for our relationship to be on par with him and our faith amen in a place to where we can believe him for the miracles and the different things that that we're asking him for right praise god there's nobody like jesus so uh, we have to realize that it's important to have our 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 faith and our focus on him Amen, because he's the one that can do the work. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So, you get me faster tonight than what you normally would. Amen. So, we're asking that you'll turn with us to the book of Numbers, the 13th chapter, and also the book of Joshua, the 14th chapter. Numbers 13, Joshua 14. And uh, when uh, you begin to notice and read in the scripture here of what is... Uh, The picture.
0: Pastor, Uh, your wife is looking at you. Yes. Okay.
1: Do you know what his name is? Easy, okay. All right. So we're going to pray for a family that's got a 10-year-old missing son. Bentley? Okay. He's 10 years old and he's missing, so we just got a request for that. Will you raise your hands right now and just ask God to uh, intervene right now, Lord Jesus. We pray for Bentley and the family of this 10-year-old boy that has gone missing. We pray, God, that you would intervene. God that they would find him safely you're able Lord Jesus to minister in this need we're calling upon you amen Lord let your spirit move in this situation and let him be found safely in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus we call upon your name hallelujah in the name of Jesus, you're able to minister in this situation, Lord God. Touch this family; let there be peace. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you, Lord God. Amen. Everybody, say in Jesus' name. Praise God. It's all right to pray when somebody's got a request, right? As Brother Bobby would say this morning, it's apostolic. It's apostolic. Brother Bobby did a good job this morning. And, uh, he's like a helicopter. There's <laughs> <was> just, <clears throat> that's it. And, uh, you know, he's one of those quick ones, man. He, he's not like the Chinook or something that just kind of takes a little while to get up and go. No, oh, man, he's like an Apache helicopter, <laughs> attack mode. Goes. Praise God. But a good message today. Praise God. 13th chapter of the book of Numbers, and I want to begin reading in verse 27. Uh, We are getting the report of the spies. We preach about this a lot. You hear a lot of people preaching on it. And let me just say on the outset here when I look at the stories in the Bible, I, I, I get this screenshot this picture I don't know how you view it but I get this picture of what is going on this little kind of like this film plays in my mind of, of what's actually happening in the moment and and in this picture we see the 12 side 12 spies that were sent to the land of Canaan to as the Bible says he spy out the land or to spy and to kind of bring a report back on what they have found out for 40 days That's significant that you say forty, that you see forty days, and so when they come back with this report, and uh, they give this report, uh, it turns out that ten of them, as we know the story well, uh, does not have a good report. They have a factual report because everything they said was true. The only thing that they didn't include was like Caleb and. And Joshua says we're more than able to take it why because it was God God says your land I'm going to give you your land and I'll be with you so let's begin in verse 26 if we might and they went and came to Moses and Aaron and to all the congregation the children of Israel into the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land this is what we found and they told him and said we came into the land whither thou sentest us and surely In other words, truly, it is a land that floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. There was a little show and tell time where they brought it and they showed it to the people, the abundance of food that was there. Verse 28 says, nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. The cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. The Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. At verse 30, Caleb stilled the people. So they must have been getting a little riled up. They're getting restless. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once. In other words, don't think about it. Right? Everybody say, Don't think about it. Let's go up at once and possess it. In other words, Take possession of it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with them said, we be not able to go up against this people, for they are stronger than we are. If God be before us, who can be against us? And they brought up an evil report, a bad report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying the land Through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants. It devours them. One commentator said, it is a place that has a lot of wars because it is a land that floweth with milk and honey. Amen. People want it. They want to be there. It, 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 It eateth up or devours the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak. In Hebrew, the Nephilim which we come against the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. We're just mere insects. We are nothing but just mere insects. When you go over to Joshua, the 14th chapter, Joshua, the 14th chapter, praise God. Amen. Everybody say amen. The 14th chapter of the book of, of Joshua Verses 6 through 12. Notice what it says. Here now you have the children of Israel going into the land. And this is about Caleb and Hebron. And verse 6 simply says this. Then the children of Judah came into Joshua and Gilgal. And Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenzite, said unto him, Thou knowest, this is 45 years later, Thou knowest the thing that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God, concerning me and thee in Kadesh Barnea. Forty years old was I when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to espy out the land. And I I brought him word again as it was in mine heart. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me made the heart of the people melt. But I wholly followed the Lord my God. God. They lost courage. The people lost courage. But I fully followed the Lord my God. And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance and thy children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. And now behold, the Lord hath kept me alive. As he said these forty-five years, even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years. I'm eighty-five. As yet, he said, I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me, as my strength was then, even so was my strength now, for war, both to go out and to come in now therefore give me this mountain whereof the Lord spake in that day for thou heardest it in that day how the Anakim were there and that the cities were great and fenced if so be the Lord will be with me then I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord had said praise God I don't know about you but I don't have to preach nothing else I can just read that scripture right there and I understand that once again if God's with us who can be against us Lord God, we thank you once again for your word. We thank you for your wonderful goodness, mercy, your love and kindness that you have so graciously shown to us. And I'm praying, God, for the next little while, if you would just help us out. Amen. That that, that you would just minister to each and every one of us today. Amen. That we might realize that you are the one that is with us, not just today, but tomorrow and the next day after that. And we're calling upon your name right now to minister to us. Let your word be settled in our heart. Let our faith be sure, O God, in you and your word that we might, as Caleb said, wholly follow after you, our Lord God. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray and everybody say amen. Put your hands together one more time unto the Lord. Lord, you're worthy. You're worthy, O Lord. You're worthy, O Lord. You may be seated. In the scriptures, we read about the accounts of Israel while they were uh, in Egypt and and, yes. Good, excellent, praise God, amen. So Bentley is found, let's rejoice and thank God for it, hallelujah. So in the scriptures we read uh, about the accounts of Israel while they were in Egypt, and I like reading about it because uh, I kind of look at it from the standpoint of, of, of uh, and parallel it with our lives and and how we live, and and uh, we teach we taught about this, we preached about it. Many preachers have, and we have here in this church as well. Uh, many of us uh, many times have talked about it. And, and when you read about it, you get those little still shots or those pictures and you see the persecution that the children of Israel went through. And we see the, the forced slavery that the children of Israel went through. And, and, and we've seen the types and the shadows uh, of the taskmasters and, and the, uh, the devils and, and, and sin. And we, we've seen the plagues as they uh, unfolded. Uh, uh, on the Egyptians and, and, and we know and we've seen uh, uh, and read about the Passover and how the Passover points us to Calvary and we understand the significance of the blood, we understand the significance of, of the leaven and the lamb and, and, and we're captivated by the story of Exodus and, and many times we've shouted when, when Israel has, 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 has been strong and, and won their victories, but we've also wept when they, they have sinned and fallen uh, and, and wept with Moses. We've, we've, uh, uh, we've looked at the Scripture as, as we spoke a little bit back before, before service in the office. And we looked at the Scripture, and I've got questions because I don't understand after God had done this many, this, so many wonderful things for the children of Israel, how they could get to the place of murmuring and complaining and, and wanting to stone Moses and 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 wanting to do uh uh to uh uh bring about another captain uh, that would take them back to Egypt Uh, it just doesn't make I can't hardly comprehend that I read it so I know it's there but I can't comprehend how people would actually uh, uh come to those conclusions after God has done so many great things for them right Amen. But we can also parallel parallel that in our day and time. I mean, how many of us has God done great things for us and wonderful things for us? How many people do you know where God has done wonderful things for them, but yet somewhere in their life they go back, they look for that captain to take them back into the lifestyle that used to be, that they once used to be a part of. Doesn't make sense, does it? Amen. But we've seen it. We look at it. We take the pictures. And and, and we get frustrated with these people. I know I do. These murmurs, these complainers, because we're like, look what the Lord hath done. How in the world can you find yourself back in this place murmuring and complaining and wanting somebody to lead you back into Egypt? We read about the envision and envisioned the multitude uh, as they as they got up and they were. Here was Pharaoh coming after them. But now Moses stood with the rod and the sea opened up, and now they're running across on dry land to the other side. And then God shuts the sea back uh, and covers Pharaoh's army up and destroys it. We envision all of these different things. We see Moses on the mountain, a man as God thundered his law. Amen. We see how God said this is what I want you to take to the people. This is what they'll be governed by. This is how they'll live. Amen. This is what they will do. And we watched in amazement as Moses in anger as he came off of the mountain and he cast down and broke the tablets of stone. Amen. That the law had been written on. We read about the fresh manna that God sent them. We've read about the detailed plans of the tabernacle and how it was erected. We've seen the details of the altar of sacrifice. The laver of water, the table of showbread, the golden candlesticks, the altar of incense, and the holiest of holies. Amen. We also seen where Korah and his family were destroyed, swallowed up by the earth, amen, because they rebelled against Moses. Throughout the scriptures we have experienced all this and much, much more. And what we need to know is how do we learn, amen, from those who have made those mistakes. Amen. I'm here to tell you tonight we need to understand that we will either be the victorious uh, or we will be defeated uh, and that will be determined by our decisions that we make uh, and the choices that we make amen and I believe there's there's a lot to preach about in the bible concerning those things they made bad choices uh, they made bad decisions uh, and they paid a big price Amen. Before I go any further, just let me tell you a little bit about it. I said, remember the 40 days uh, that they spent in uh, the land uh, spying it out. Uh, amen. When their punishment came down, uh, God said, for every day you spent, uh, you're going to spend a year in the wilderness roaming around. 40 days cost them 40 years. The 10 spies that came out with the bad report, uh, amen, all of a sudden God says, boom, and smoked them with a the plague and they died. Amen. The people that said, "No, we can't go into the land of Canaan uh, because we're not strong enough. We're not. Uh, we don't have the power to overcome them." Uh, amen. Our children will be destroyed. Uh, amen. Our children would be uh, uh, sacrificed. Uh, amen. They will. They will be taken out. Uh, we can't do this to our children. Uh, amen. But on the flip side of it, uh, anybody that was over the, year, the age of twenty years of age uh, died in the wilderness, uh, and the very children that they raised uh, that said they didn't want to put them in the land of Canaan uh, because of the enemy uh, now was going in to possess the land. Come on, listen to me tonight. Listen to me tonight when I tell you uh, no matter what the enemy does uh, and no matter how hard he comes at you, uh, make good decisions. uh, Make good choices uh, because when the day is said and done, uh, there's going to be victory. Come on, clap your hands. When God makes a promise, he's going to keep that promise but you have to decide that you're gonna follow after the Lord. Joshua said, as for me and my house, we're gonna follow after the Lord. Not after society, not after the world. I don't wanna go the way of the world. The way of the the world is leading to destruction, but the way of God is gonna lead to eternal life. That's the way I wanna go. Hallelujah. He promised them the land. He promised them blessings. It will be a land that flows with milk and honey. It's a prosperous land. Amen. There's fruit in abundance. Amen. The people will be able to survive there. Amen. It's going it's it's to be profitable to them. In Genesis 12, chapter verse 1 and 2, notice, the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of the country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show you. And I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. Come on, when God calls you out of the world, he don't call you out of the world to be a fuddy dud. He don't call you out of the world to just be a bump on a log. He don't call you out of the world to be as dead uh, as, 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 as corn chucks as we would say. No, he calls you out of the world to be a blessing to people. He calls you out of the world to be a testimony to the world of what God has done in your life. Hallelujah. Yes, we are, Brother Bobby Apostolica. Yes, we are, Holy Ghost-filled people. And we know what God is able to do. So from this chapter, from this portion, this time in Abram's life, this is where the promises of God, amen, begin to start with Israel. And God, God God just didn't say it one time. He reiterated it over and over. He wanted it to know this is, you don't know where you're going, but I got a place for you. Come on. You don't know where I'm taking you right now. You're leaving and you're just going by faith. You're just walking out by faith, but I got a place. I got a place that I'm going to take you to. Come on. All this stuff where I gotta see it to believe it and and, and I've gotta know where I'm going. I'm not stepping out in faith. Amen, there comes a time where you gotta either believe the word or don't believe the word. I may not see it now, but I know he's got a place for me. (laughs) No, I have not physically seen heaven, but I've read about it. I've got the mental picture. Hey, man, I've got the video playing in my head. Uh, hey, man, I know what he says it is. He's got a place for me. It's my promised land. I'm not here. I'm just sojourning. Uh, I'm just here for a little while, but there's going to come a day when the trumpet of God is going to sound uh, and we're going to make our exit out of this world. Hallelujah. many times do we have to read about it how many times do we need to preach about it uh, amen we're going to do it as many times that uh, can get through our head uh, that simply says I have a home that I'm going to this world is not my home I'm just passing through hallelujah Leviticus, the 20th chapter, verse 24. He said, But I said to you, ye shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you, uh, a man to possess, uh, a land that floweth with milk and honey. I'm going to give it to you. Moses didn't promise it to him. Aaron didn't promise it to him. Joshua didn't promise it to him. Caleb didn't promise it to him. There was nobody else. He said, I am the Lord your God, which have separated you from other people. Brother Tyler, he's the one that did it. This was a contract with God, not with man, not with the enemy, not the Hivites, Parasites, Hittites, whatever it you want to throw in there. That that, that wasn't a a contract with them. It wasn't agreement with them. They did not say, yes, we're going to sign here. Come on in. Yeah, you're God's people. Yeah, we're going to give our cities up to you. We're going to give our homes. We're going to give our land up to you. We're going to give us. No, it wasn't that. God said, i got a land that flows with milk and honey. There's, there's people there, but they're your enemy, and I'm going to help you overcome. Exodus 3.8, he said, i am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land and a large unto a land flowing with milk and honey unto a place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, uh, Amen, the, the, Hi- the Hivites, and the Jebusites. I'm going to tell you who's there. But I also am going to promise you uh, that when you step foot on that land, uh, amen, I am going to give you that land. Come on. I think sometimes we allow the enemy to talk us out of the victories that God wants to give us. He comes in our lives and we make choices again. We make decisions. Uh, amen. We're just saying it can't be done. It's too big of an obstacle. Amen, let me stop and tell you again, if your kids are not saved right now, amen, don't ever let the devil beat that in your head that that it's it's an insurmountable odd that they can never get saved or they can never come back to God. Amen, that's just as good as the devil wants. It's for us to buy into his lies and tell us that it won't happen or it can't happen. Amen, you gotta serve him notice and tell him, if God is with me, you cannot stand against me. doesn't matter how big the enemy is. Come on. How many believes that tonight? And there are other scriptures proclaiming the promises of victory. You read them. And all Israel had to do was believe it and act on it. That's what's so frustrating to me. That's, that, that's, that's what, that, that, you know, that just bothers me because I'm thinking, how in the world, man, you, you come through all this stuff and now you're at a place uh, to where you're not standing on the promises of God. Just believe it and act on it. There, were not, there was those that did not believe the promises of God would come to them. I'm here to tell you tonight, the promises of God are for you and your children and to them that are far off, as many as the Lord our God shall call. That's the promise of salvation. But I'm here to tell you tonight, the promises of God are for you. I'm telling you, believe it. You go back to the 13th chapter of Numbers, and let me read you something here. Verses 17 to 27. Well, trust me on this. Amen. It's about the spies. It's about the spies. Everybody say the spies. The 10 spies. Look, understand this. These men saw the fulfilled promises. God brought them to the very threshold Of going in to take their promised land. They carried the earnest of the inheritance on their shoulders. They brought back to the people, amen, a taste of what God had prepared for them. Come on, read it. You can read it. Amen. They brought it. Amen. What they said was factual. Amen. Everything they said was right except for the fact when they got to the place then they said they put a butt there. They're, they're too large. They're too great. They're too big. So we just want you to taste some of the stuff that we got but you can't take it. I'm here to tell you tonight, every time the power of God moves in this place, uh, amen, I I just want my my appetite to be whetted, uh, amen, I want my my soul to be fed, uh, amen, but I understand that it's just not for one moment, uh, amen, but God wants to continue to put his blessings in my life. I just don't want to taste, and that's it, and go away, frustrated because I can't have it. Uh, Amen. That's what they did. Uh, God said, here, look, I told you. What I told you was true. Uh, You're bringing it back to the people. But there was only two of them, two of the 12 spies that said, you know what? This is the promises of God. We're standing on it. We can do it. Let's go up now. Don't think about it. Let's go. Let's let's, let's get the process moving. Uh, Amen. I'm here to tell you. You know, imagine. Imagine the excitement in Israel as they saw with their own eyes what awaited them as they walked in with all the substance that they had brought back. Woo, man, look at this. Look what the Lord is providing. Amen. Look what God has done. He said what he said. It's true, and we're getting ready to go take it. You know, I'm going to stop and tell you something right now. You know, sometimes the majority ain't right. <laughs> there was 10 of these spies that said what they said, and they weren't right. No, they were negative. They said it can't be done. We don't want our families being destroyed by these people. You know, why are we doing this? Let's just go back to Egypt where we came from. Amen. This is what we're doing. You know, let me stop and tell you right now. Let me stop and tell you right now. Those 10 spies, come on, read a little little later. Read a little later, see what happens to them. God was so upset that he smoked those 10 spies with a plague and they died. Think about that. Think about that. What in the world? You said we can't do it because we're gonna die. And then God says, well... Because your doubt, your unbelief, and what you sowed within the children of Israel that caused their heart to murmur and complain and caused them not to go after the promised land and believe you, your story, and not Joshua and Caleb's story, that you're done. See, this world has this belief system right now. But Tyler, they got this belief system that God is just this good God, and He is a good God. And that God is just, you know, going to welcome everybody and everything's going to be okay. They can't see God as a judge. They can't see Him as one that's going to pass judgment, amen, on humanity one of these days. They can't, they can't comprehend that because they they see God from one light. But but it's pretty evident that they don't read the Old Testament or they don't read where God or even in the New Testament where God smote Ananias and Sapphira, amen, in Acts, amen. They just can't see that. No, God is a God that's going to love everybody and everybody's going to be a okay because God says so. No, God never said that. You know, God said, you know what? Broad is the way that leads to destruction, but and many there be that find it, but it says, narrow is the way that leadeth to eternal life, and few there be that find it. The world wants to think everybody's gonna make it. But I'm here to tell you right now that unless you repent of your sins and you're buried in his name and you're filled with his spirit and you live an overcoming life. I'm, I'm, I'm digressing here. I'm getting sidetracked. But they didn't believe. Amen. However, if, if, if you know, when they walked in and brought all this substance, if they would have stopped right there and, and let everybody and say, yes, we can go do it. I, I, I know for a fact that everything would have turned out right, I believe, and different than what we read. However, however, they continue to speak. Let me just read it for you here. Numbers 13, 28, 29. Nevertheless, it's like the butt. Nevertheless, oh, look at all this wonderful stuff. Yeah, da, 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 but nevertheless, the people will be strong. that dwell in the land. The cities are walled. Very great. Moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land. The south, the Hittites, and the Jebusites, the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell in the sea, and the coast of Jordan. Amen. And they're going on about this. And there's one that stood up and said, still the people said, wait a minute. There's another side of this story. I'm just glad there's another side of the story. There's only only one. Caleb stands up to thwart this negativism. To stand against this negativism. And and Caleb, still the people before Moses said in verse 30, let us go up once and possess it, for we are able, we are well able to overcome it. See, now the line has been drawn. Who's gonna believe? Who's not gonna believe? The decision was the people's. Now, it was their choice. Now, they had to decide. Who are we gonna believe? Amen. It's like that song we're saying. Whose report will you believe? You know. And they say, I will. And the people were, be, I believe in the report of the Lord. You know, well, whose report are you going to believe? Well, I, I'm going to believe, believe the report of the Lord. Well, well, well whose report are you going to believe? Well, I'm, I'm believing those ten spies, man. I don't want to go up there. That, that, that picture they're painting right there is not one of it. Well, let me tell you something right now. You've got to, if you want to succeed and get to the promised land, you have to believe the word of God. Yeah. 31, 33, notice. 31 and 33. But the men that went up with them said, we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we and they brought up an evil report or a bad report on the land which they had searched under the children of Israel saying the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature and there we saw the giants you know sons of Anak which which come of giants and we were, we were grasshoppers in their sight or we were insects in their sight amen so the decision of the people is is, is, is in this here, says we are not able to have. We're not able to have what God has promised us. We can't do it. We're not, we're not able to have it. You've, you've done seen the plagues in, 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 in Egypt. You've seen the divine power of God as he worked worked in judgment against Egypt and brought you out with substance. You had the the pillar of fire by night and the and the pillar of the cloud the pillar of cloud by day that guided you and protected you uh, and even when you were at the Red Sea the cloud stopped Pharaoh from being able to pursue you. Come on folks, believe it, believe it, believe the word of God. Amen, you've seen all these things. Uh, and then you were afraid and we're going to die here at the Red Sea uh, and all and, and, and all the doubt and unbelief all over the pessimism all over again. But then God spoke to Moses, Moses put the rod out over the sea, the sea departed. they went over the dry, on dry land on the other side. And God once again showed them, I'm God. How many, how many will raise their hand tonight and say, you know what? God has done great things in my life. Amen. Well, you know what? I don't, I don't want just memorials in my past uh, to where I look back and say, well, you know, God did this and God did that. And, God and you know, look what God done in my life. Da, da, da. And we constantly look back at the memorials. Those are good things. Uh, amen. To build our faith. But understand, I don't want to look back and just see them happening then. I want them to happen now. God, God did not want them stopped uh, and, 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 and languish, uh, amen, in Egypt or in the wilderness. No, God had a promised land. He had a place to take them where it would be a blessing to them, not only the day they walked in, uh, but the day after and the day after, uh, amen, the week after, the month after, the year after, and year after year after year, uh, amen, a promised land that God had promised them, but they had decided not to let it happen. The decision was the people's to make. And their decision, their choice, their decision, their choice, put them in the wilderness for 40 years with the understanding and the promise that if you're over 20, you're not coming out. You're going to die there. Your bones are going to be bleached in the sun in the wilderness. You will not see the promised land. But those that are 20 years of age and younger, you hang on because the promise is still for you. And it's awaiting you while the rest of these people are going to die off in the wilderness. You keep your mind on the promise. I don't think Caleb lost it. I don't think Joshua lost it. Because they knew that God's word was going to come to pass. Well, clap your hands and praise him tonight. So the decision of the people was simply this. We're not able to have what God has promised us. We're not able to have it. That's kind of hard to say, right? Amen. Why don't you try to say that right now? I'm not not able to have what God promised me. I'm not able to have it. Can't be mine. Can't be mine. Yeah, here's the problem. You know, we all, there's some kids running around here tonight, okay? I say running around, you know what I mean, they're here. They're not literally running around, but they're here, all right? I, I would hate to look at, at my granddaughter and the Christian boys and and uh, and all these other wonderful kids around here. I would hate to think that, that I can't be saved, but yet God said, I'm going to make sure they're saved. No. I can't have the promise, God says, but... You may not have it, but I'm, I'm going to make sure your kids get in the promised land. I don't know. You may not be able to equate that right now, but it's, it's one of those things. I couldn't imagine being in their, in, their, in their footsteps after God. And you know something else? Something else in that situation was after the, after the judgment was passed down and, and they were going, no, you're not going to see it. They're, then they're like, oh, let's go up. Let's go up. We can take it. And he said, no, if you go up, God's not going to be with you. And so they decided they're going to go up and God wasn't with them and they died. If God's not with us, we have no chance. We can't be victorious if God's not with us. Amen. Amen. Come on, somebody say, praise the, praise the Lord. Amen. Somebody say, Praise the Lord. Amen. He said, your carcasses, uh, they're going to fall in the wilderness, and your children uh, shall wander in the wilderness 40 years and bear your whoredoms until your carcasses be wasted in the wilderness. Uh, after the number of the days in which you search the land, even 40 days, each day for a year, ye shall bear your iniquities. Even 40 years, and ye shall know, you shall know my breach of promise. about Caleb, he had to wonder. He still had to wander in the wilderness with him, right? He could not possess the promises of God while he's been banished out there or he's been set out there in the wilderness with everybody else. But his heart, everybody say my heart. Your heart has to keep the right verdict. We will be able to overcome it. In Numbers 14 and 24, listen to what the Lord said about Caleb. He said, but my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him, and that followed me fully, him will I bring into the land whereunto he went, and his seed shall possess it. God said, Caleb, he didn't have the report, the other ones. They're going to die. But Caleb, he fully obeyed. And he's going to have it, and his children is going to have it. And his children's children is going to have it. What did he say? He said Caleb had another spirit with him. In other words, he made another choice, another decision. He didn't see himself as a grasshopper. He seen himself victorious. He saw himself as a warrior. Not a defeated foe. I believe while he, Caleb wondered with the rest of them in the wilderness. Could it be? I don't know. I don't think we really know, but could it be that while they were wandering the wilderness, that He had your Malachi's, your Micah's? Hey, come on now, right? Your Masons and 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 the rest of our young people, and maybe off at a campfire somewhere, He was encouraging them. Look, one day we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go into the promised land. One day we're gonna see it. Yes, your your family, they rejected it. Yes, they decided to make bad decisions. uh, But I'm here to tell you right now, keep the faith. Could he be telling stories around the campfire? Could he have been making his way through the camp, encouraging the younger generation to say, look, amen, don't make the same bad choices uh, that your your parents and your grandparents made. uh, Amen, make different decisions. uh, Believe in the Word of God. Have faith in the Word of God. Amen, believe in the promises of God. and the 20 years of age and older finally, or those older than 20 died off. Fi- Israel finds themselves back once again at the Jordan River ready to cross over and possess promises. And the decision of Caleb rippled through all of Israel. The people finally became victorious. Amen. Why? Because of guys like Joshua and Caleb. We are well able I'm here here to tell you tonight, it makes no difference what the enemy says. We need to have, we need to set, the verdict needs to be made. We are well able. If God is with us, we stand on the promise of the word of God. We stand on it. We have faith in it. We have confidence in it. That what God has spoken, amen, it will come to pass. Come on, stand your feet all over this place. Let's clap our hands in this place. Uh, Let's rejoice in the Lord right now. I'm here to tell you uh, we can be victorious. Make the right decisions. uh, Make the right choices uh, when you're following God. Everybody say we are well able. I believe the challenge is going forth to us tonight. I believe the battle lines are drawn. I believe we're going to either be victorious or we're going to be defeated. And it's going to depend on the choices that you and I make. Amen. I don't know about you, but I, I want that. When, 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 when they stand up and say, who's on the Lord's side, I want my hand to shoot up and say, I'm on the Lord's side. When they draw that line in the sand and they say, okay, who's on God's side, I'm going to say, I'm with you. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you, sister. I'm on God's side. Amen. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to have faith in it. Hallelujah. I'm gonna walk with you, I'm gonna run with you, I'm gonna pray with you, I'm gonna believe with you, I'm gonna stand on the promises of God. I've got heaven to gain and hell to shun. I've got that Jordan River that I wanna cross. I've got that promised land I'm headed to. And I'm here to tell you tonight, I'm not, I'm not going to waver. Amen. I'm going to be on the right side of this by the help of the Lord and the grace of God. So when that time comes, I can hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Come on in. Look, 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 look what I've prepared for you. Look what I've prepared for you. Right? In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. What did he say? He said, I've gone away to prepare a place for you that where I am there you may be also. Amen. That beautiful place of God. Streets of gold, gates of pearl, as of one pearl. Walls of jasper. Amen. It's prepared for his people, the saints of God. Amen. I'm here to tell you tonight, you don't need to walk out that door and make a bad choice or make a bad decision to say some other time I'll, I'll get right with God or, or, or some other time I'll repent or some other time I'll, I'll, I'll talk to God. Amen. I just got other things to do. No. That's not the right choice. That's not the right decision. The right choice and the right decision is to understand I'm going to get on the other side of that line. I'm going to get on the other side of the line and I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. I'm going to believe what Joshua said, what Caleb said, uh, what God said, uh, what his word says. Amen. Amen. Let me say it again. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door and I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh Lord, oh Lord, I have no friend but you. If heaven's not my home, then Lord, what will I do? Amen, there's something about it. We should not feel comfortable here. We should be looking for that that place, amen, whose builder and maker is God. It's not made with natural man's hands, amen. He is the creator. He's the one that made it, amen, and that's the one. We're looking for that. Preacher, have you seen it? No, but God promised it to me. Just like Abram, he said, come out from the land you're at and I will show you, just come on. Abram just stop. well, where are you taking me to? Well, you know, I'll show you later. Well, you know, Lord, I, I you know, I, I don't like to step out like that. Look what I'm leaving. Look at the stuff, man. I've got a lot of stuff, man. I'm, I've got a lot, lot of stuff going on here. I got, you know, and and, and you, know, you, you where are we going now, Lord? I, I, I'll show you where we're going to go. No, there's got to be a choice made. There's got to be a decision made that says, you know, that I'm going to step out in faith. Right? Where you lead, right? Is that what the song says? Where you lead, I will follow. So tonight, why don't we do that? Let's follow after the Lord. Not not after man's wisdom. Not after what everybody else says. No, follow after the Lord. Because that's a sure thing. Man will fail you. Governments will fail you. People will fail you. They're not perfect. They got all their flaws. They got all their things. But God is perfect. Follow after him. Follow his word. So I open these altars right now. Amen. I open these altars. Amen. Come on down and, and, and make your election sure. Amen. Get across that other line, or if you're at your pew right there, come on, get across the line. Don't let's don't let's let's just let's step forward in faith. Uh, amen. And say, God, here I am. Lord, here I am. Lord, I'm on your side. Not the naysayer, not the pessimistic uh, viewpoints. Uh, amen. Not not the, not the ones that say it can't be done. But God, I'm I believing that it can be done. I believe it will be done. Uh, and Lord, I'm going to stand on that promise. I'm going to stand on that promise. I'm going to believe that, Lord God. I'm going to believe it. Hallelujah. That's it. Come on, raise your voice.
0: Hallelujah. Turn into wine? Only the eyes of, of the blind, There's no.